Hey, 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 this is Ace in the Place podcast. I am your host, Ace, and today is Monday, June the 7th, and I am actually coming off of a birthday weekend. Yay! Yes, birthday slash wedding anniversary. So for those of you that don't know, um, June the 4th is actually um, my birthday, and I turned 35 this year, and I got married on my 30th birthday. And so this is actually my fifth wedding anniversary as well. And I'm going to give you guys a little backstory for those that don't know um, in terms of getting married on my birthday. So it was a couple of reasons why just so happens my husband and I are the same age. We're six months apart. So he turned 30 in January, the year that we got married, and I was turning 30 in June. And so it was like, okay, I had a party for him and his twin brother, um, a surprise birthday party. And so, you know, I guess once you get older, you kind of have those milestone birthdays, I guess you would call it. For me, it's like, um, you know, 30, 35, 40, 45, 20, 25, you know, or some people just maybe every 10 years. But, you know, you have those special birthdays. So long story short, It just seemed like a lie. It just kind of actually happened or fell that way. So the year that we decided we were going to get married, again, we both were turning 30. It just so happened that that year, my birthday fell on a Saturday. And so it just kind of felt right. It was like, why not? (laughs) You know, it sounds weird to say, but kill two birds with one stone. Um, I really didn't have a problem with spending my birthday with my husband, you know, that I would, that's a day that I always want to share with him. And so I didn't have a problem with sharing that day or my day, my birthday with him. And so it just happened that way. Not really sure. Um, you can look at it however you want, but you know, it's just kind of a little backstory of how it turned out, um, me getting married on my birthday. And so this past weekend was really good for me. Um, We decided to um, go to Wisconsin Dales just to have a little family time um, with our daughter. And we had dinner on Friday. So, you know, it's just, um, it's been, it's been a lot with the pandemic and with a lot of different changes and a lot of things that's been going on, um, my husband and I, um, our relationship has been through its rough times. And so it was, it it felt good to, to do something as a family. And, um, that, that, that's really what is important to me. And for my 35th birthday, really putting together the community event was, what I wanted to do for myself in terms of, you know, I didn't want to have a party or, you know, spend money on that this year, you know, even though, like I said, 35 is a a special birthday um, for me. So, you know, and a five-year wedding anniversary, you know, that's special as well. So just being able to spend time as a family um, because we don't, we, you know, we've been inside for a while. And speaking of being inside, so we go to Wisconsin Dale Saturday and we're literally no one has a mask on, right? So we've been talking about the pandemic and the uh, COVID-19 vaccine and things of that nature, right? And so um, it it was like, okay, we walked into the park with our mask on because I'm like, okay, all these people up out here? Yeah, you know, I definitely feel like COVID is circulating through the air, you know, Um, even, you know, but it is what it is. 
I think that uh, a lot of people have been vaccinated. It's still at about 50% of the adult population are fully vaccinated. And now it's at about 73% I saw yesterday or the day before, 73% of adults have had the first shot, which means you're still not fully vaccinated. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it still was a thing. We, we had a good time and, you know, but it's still that I still have that in my head when I go in large groups of people, right? If it's a family barbecue or something like that, where it's not as many people, you know, fine. It, you know, I don't, I feel a little bit better, but in terms of large groups of people, yeah, I definitely be like, eh. even when we went to New Orleans, we were in the club and it was like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. A lot of these people are vaccinated or fully vaccinated, but a lot of these people aren't and they don't have a mask on, right? So since I'm not, I still wear my mask because, you know, if I am asymptomatic and I'm not showing symptoms or I may have it or have been exposed to it, then I don't want to give it to other people. And so I think that, you know, with them loosening their guidelines now, of course, there are going to be people that are going to not wear their mask because they're tired of it, but they're not vaccinated. And so that's the kind of messed up part because I still kind of intend to wear mine. Um, for a while. I'm going to just keep it real. Once the numbers get a little bit higher, <laughs> I might feel a little bit better or safe, you know, with coming out of it. But this is not what the show is about. I'm going on and on and on. Um, I kind of even really didn't get to the topic for today. So Black Girl Magic actually is what we're going to talk about today. And I actually want to start with an artist. Her name is Via Via. And she um, she's from the Maywood area. I know her through actually my brother-in-law, Corey Ether, is a rapper. Um, he's from you know Maywood as well. That's my husband's twin. And so they actually did a song years ago. And that's how I remember uh, one of my first introductions to Via Via. I think it was called I'm On It or something like that. And it was a jam. Like, so I've, you know, we've been social media friends for a while. And she actually just came out with the album. And so I wanted to kind of spotlight her album and I'm going to play a song every week um, and just kind of do a little series on, you know, Black Girl Magic and just highlighting um, positive things. And, you know, I try to uh, encourage and uplift people, brands, businesses as much as I can here. We support on Ace in the Place podcast. So. I'm going to play a song from Via Via. We're going to set the tone for our Black Girl Magic for today. And actually, I usually play the song and like cut it off midway through. But I am going to play this entire song because I want you all to get a feel of the artist. It's a very good vibe. And we're going to talk about it a little bit more afterwards. So this is actually my favorite, one of my favorite songs on this album. Me high, you make me so high, you're making me wonder 
That is V-I-A, V-I-A. And the name of the album is called Stella. So that is on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your music from, you can just search that and really check out the album. It's a very good vibe. It's classified as dance. I'm getting island vibes all day. Um, But again, Via Via, she's, um, she's a really good artist and I like her. I'm definitely feeling feeling the album. It's very nice. And actually, she is doing a Juneteenth event as well. She's actually going to be out south in the city of Chicago. And I'll be out west. And I know most people, because I grew up out south. South side? No, I'm just playing. So I know most people were like, why are you doing a community event on the west side? Well, here's why. I've been working on the west side for over 10 years now. And so... It's this blurred line, and it's one of the things that I don't actually like about the city of Chicago. I think it's very segregated. It's like these neighborhoods and these communities, and they're so, you know, separate, right? Because it was this thing growing up from out south. It was like, you didn't go to the west side, you know what I mean? Like, your family and the people you knew lived south. You just didn't go to the west side like that. If you did, it was like, oh, okay, this is different. But it's all the same city, so how, you know, right? So it's one, like, again, it's one of the things I too much don't care about. I feel like it's it's segregated. But long story short, um, the opportunity presented itself for me to start the community garden out south. And I will be trying to do things on the south side as well, because I was born and raised. But again, working on the west side for so long, it's this blurred line with me. And it's like, okay, yeah, I'm from out south, but it's okay. I know the west side too. And I'm okay with that as well. So 
it is what it is. And actually, Bia, uh, she has agreed to come on Ace in the Place podcast. Now, I'm not going to give you a date just yet because of people's scheduling. I don't want to make that commitment, but we've talked and I would like to have her on the show because, again, I will be showcasing her album and some of her songs. I think it's good music. I think it's a, a vibe. And I don't know about you all, but I definitely was grooving while the song was on. So I hope you got a good feel out of that. And to move on to some more Black Girl Magic. So Simone Biles was actually um, in the news. Well, actually, she wins her seventh U.S. title ahead of the Tokyo Games. So actually, the Simone Biles is 24-year-old uh, gymnast. And she actually just claimed her seventh U.S. title Sunday night. Um, she had a very good performance. And I guess based off the article that I read, she had somewhat of a shaky performance on Friday and then came back Saturday night and just, you know, really delivered and gave a very good performance. And she's actually um, going to be she's trying to become the first woman to win back to back Olympic all around goal in more than 50 years. So she's actually, you know, she's she's made history, you know, in the past. And she's continuing to do great things. So that's why I'm, I'm mentioning her today. She's doing very well. And uh, the Olympics are coming up soon. And so she's, you know, so I just wanted to give her a little bit of shine and recognize her with her black girl magic and the things that she's doing. Continue to do well, Queen. We're rooting for you. We love you, girl, over here, Ace in the Place, okay? <laughs> yes, so now we're going to skip to a little bit of entertainment news. I'm doing, I guess it's kind of a segment thing. I'm in and out of it with the podcast. And so we're going to switch to, because we're talking about the Black Girl Magic and things that are in the news and the media for this week. So I saw an article about, Wendy Williams. Now, Wendy Williams is a talk show host. She's a entertainment, you know, most of us know her, you don't, either way. So Wendy Williams, um, she was in the news because she recently interviewed Eva Marcel. Now, Eva Marcel is from America's Top Model. I know her from Top Model Days, but she started her fame as a, as a model on that show with Tyra Banks. And then she went on to reality. Well, that is reality TV. That was reality TV. She got her start. But she was recently just on Atlanta Housewives as well. So the thing about Wendy and what's been coming up with her in the last couple of months is because I'm going to kind of backtrack, but I'm trying to just give you guys a little bit of, I guess, history surrounding uh, the situation. So Jocelyn, who is another reality star, Jocelyn is from, uh, she's from Love and Hip Hop. She was on Wendy Williams and she actually had a little bit of words with Wendy. They had a little bit of a, um, you know, argument back and forth, altercation, whatever you would like to call it in terms of Jocelyn calling out Wendy Williams saying that, you know, she doesn't give people their flowers. She doesn't encourage and uplift the women for the things that they're doing. She's always throwing shade, right? This is, you know, kind of where Jocelyn was coming from. Like, give me my flowers now. Um, and Wendy is, you know, she's older. She's been in the industry for some time. She's established a name and a brand and, you know, just an empire for herself. So, 
you know, uh, Jocelyn being younger and, you know, establishing some things for herself. She was looking at it like, you know, maybe you should be a little bit more positive. That's what I'm going to try to take from what Jocelyn was saying. And so they had their words. And so now it's this thing where like Wendy, you know, has the guests on the show from the reality, you know, TV, because that's what I think it is. And I think that's what Jocelyn was trying to hint that too. She's like, well, you don't do that with other guests, meaning white people or people who are of a different status in terms of being a celebrity, I guess. So if you're famous for like movies or you know, doing things of that nature as opposed to being famous for reality TV. Because if you don't watch reality TV, you don't know these people, right? But then there's other celebrities that we all know because they're international and, you know, everybody just knows that person. They're that big of a star. So I guess she was saying, like, you only treat certain people that way. I don't know. I think Wendy is just Wendy. And I think that she's a little messy and that's her thing. You know, like that's that's what she's built her brand on for the most part. Even when she was in her earlier days on the radio, I kind of felt like she was like that. She would get into it with multiple artists and people that would come on the show because she would just say things and ask things. It's like, okay, it's drama, but you know, hey, it's juicy. It's what people are listening to. It's what they want to hear. And so it kind of is what it is. I I think that Wendy kind of always had that going. And I think that John Jocelyn was just like, hey, I'm going to call it out. Okay, cool. So then when Eva comes on the show, I guess early in the segment, Wendy has said something about uh, not frowning, you know, because as you age and get older, you know, basically saying, hey, learn to kind of try to let things go because always getting angry and being reactive, you know, it takes a toll on your skin and your beauty after so long, right? And so... Eva gets on the show and she, I think Wendy kind of started to show off like, okay, yeah, I'm not sure if we were cool. I think Wendy kind of put the negative vibe out there first because she was just like, yeah, they told me that Eva wanted to come on the show, but, you know, I, I wasn't sure if we were okay with something along the lines of what she said. And so Eva was like, no, you know, we're fine or whatever. And they went on to the talk about, you know, even what she has going on. And then, so... She brings up, because Eva was on Atlanta Housewives with Portia. Of course, Wendy brings up Portia being engaged to the guy, and she asks Eva about it. I think Eva handled her response well. She didn't say too much, you know, negative or say too much bad about Portia. Um, She did let it be known that her and Portia are not cool. They aren't friends. And so, you know, and she let it be known it was a messy situation. Um, And she also said, you know, hey, I guess it's a part of the girl code in terms of she's like, well, I don't talk to Portia, but I wouldn't hook, hook up any of my friends with, you know, her baby daddy, which I forget his name. Uh, What is his name? Ah, can't remember. Uh. Yeah, I can't remember his name. But she's, you know, basically said, like, I wouldn't hook any of my friends up with your her ex, even though we're not cool or we're not friends, just because of the simple fact we ran in the same circle or we were cool at some point. It's just something you don't do. And I agree, but everyone lives by their own way, their own, you know, they make their own decisions. And you can't control other people. You can't control other people's actions. And you definitely can't expect everyone to act and handle situations how you would. So, but I, I, I see where Portia was, I mean, I see where Eva was coming from in terms of Portia. I just think it's more of her speed. It's her cycle. She, oh, that's his name, Dennis. (laughs) Look, so she rushed into things with Dennis. 
She did. Absolutely. She wanted a baby. She got a baby. I guess she wants a marriage now. So she's going to rush into that. I mean, it is what it is. Best of luck to her, you know, but again, we're just chopping it up over some of the things that was talked about or in the social media and the news over the past week. And so I am actually looking forward to the Juneteenth event. I'm so excited, everyone. And it, again, I just want to say that I had a really good weekend. I'm just kind of doing a little bit of reflecting and just looking at 35 and just, you know, what it means to me. What is my black girl magic? You know, um, I think that a part of my black girl magic is is just giving back and giving into what the, what I feel I'm being led to do. Um, it's not random. It's actually been something that has been sitting on, you know, on my spirit for a while. And I wasn't obedient at first. I'm not really sure why. You know, I, I guess because I was going through so much other things in my own personal life. You know, sometimes we get so caught up in what we have going on that we really do just forget to take care of ourselves. And, you know, one of the biggest lessons that I'm learning is that you have to meet your own needs. And I think that that's one of the hardest and biggest uh, lessons in relationships, meaning it's good when your partner meets your needs. Your partner is there to meet your needs, but it shouldn't be mandatory, if that makes sense. You have to be able to meet your own needs. And again, it's great when you have someone who does. A lot of people have someone in their life that completely just meets all their needs and takes care of them and just good to them. And that's wonderful, right? That's great. Everyone's not going to have that. And that's where that comparison thing comes in. You can't compare because you're always going to devalue what you have when you compare things. And so you shouldn't try to compare. But I just think that it's important that we, we, we get to a place where we can meet our own needs. And, and that, that requires self-care. That requires self-awareness and just understanding, you know, we, we do get frustrated when our partner doesn't meet our needs. Again, you know, we want that in a relationship. And so but we have to be able to give that to ourselves. And I think that if we're able to do that in a positive way we can receive more love and hopefully get more love back from your partner in in the areas that you do need. And so that's, that's, I'm not, this isn't really about relationships, this podcast. I will be, I would like to have um, my husband on soon and kind of do a series on relationships. We'll see. Again, I'm not committing to a date, but look forward to some guests on Ace in the Place podcast. We have some things coming up, and I'm just excited about it. It's a move forward. It hasn't been easy for me doing this podcast every week, but we're coming on six months, and I feel good about it. I appreciate everyone for listening, and I hope that you know you have a good week, and you all are doing well. 
and I will chat with you later. Love you guys. Peace.